Hello everyone. So I'm sure a lot of you have been wondering what the heck is going on with my Instagram, my Facebook, my Snapchat, and what the hell is AV Aesthetics. Well, it is me, Amanda Victoria, and I have finally decided after seven years of being a licensed esthetician to finally make a name for myself. Woohoo! And I am actually driving home from Bryan, Texas, where Kyle, my boyfriend, lives. And I decided now is as good a time as ever to start the podcast. So it's a little scary just because I've never done something like this before. But you know what? Screw it. Um, been listening to a lot of other podcasts from other estheticians especially uh, my Biffles Beauty Biz BFFs, shout out. And it's really given me a lot of courage to really get this thing started. Um, I have been an esthetician since I was, I wanna say 20. Graduated from Aveda Institute in 2012 as an esthetician, took my state boards, did all that stuff. And when I got out into the real world, I really was not prepared for what it was going to bring. I really thought that going to Aveda was going to really set me up for such a successful life after being an esthetician. And one of the things that is so common that a lot of estheticians say is that, you know, we did not learn anything in school that we learned through our experience out in the real world. And it is so true. I can now say after seven years that none of the things that I have found out and learned through real life working, I was ever taught in school. Now, granted, Aveda was probably one of the best things that ever happened to me. I learned a lot. I I learned that this was exactly my passion, um, that this was my purpose, and this was something that I really wanted to do. But as far as getting your hands-on experience and figuring out the corners of this industry, you're only gonna get that from real life experience with working with employers um, and just really starting from the bottom and working our way up. A lot of estheticians I see on groups, you know, comment, hey, I just graduated, you know, what's my next step? And it's, it's such a sad question because that shouldn't be your first question, your first question should be, all right, what do I need to do to get to where I want? And I think that whenever people graduate from school, being an esthetician, um, they don't really know what's out there. They don't know what is out there to offer for them. Um, And honestly, what they have to offer the world. I feel like that's sort of a confidence thing and a self-esteem thing that a lot of people just have to find on their own. Um, and that just comes in time. That's, that's nothing, you know, that's going to really be straight out of school. Um, sorry if I'm being a little in and out. I'm literally trying to figure out how to get the fuck home because Houston is ridiculous. And I'm sure some of you can relate. Anyway, so I just wanted to start this podcast off by saying that no, no matter what you're doing, this can apply to you because for so long I think that people have been scared and just 
afraid because this society is so high paced. It is seriously so hard to keep up with sometimes. And, you know, I'll be the first to raise my hand when I say that I struggle with depression and anxiety. And I truly believe that a lot of it is our perspective and the pressures of the society on us to be so successful. And let me tell you something, I am not there yet. And I don't think a lot of people are there yet. I think 99.9% of the people that you're gonna talk to are gonna tell you that they're not there yet. And even when they do think that they're there, they're not done. And that's, that's okay, that's, that's because it's a passion and that's because it's gonna be always evolving. Just like this industry, if you're an esthetician and you're listening, this industry is not the same as when it was when I graduated. And it will not be the same in the next seven years. So continuously evolving with this industry is something that you really need to remember because, you know, Groupons and Living Social and, you know, putting yourself out there with these little promotions, they're, they're gonna devalue you. And I have to say, I remember I was working at a medical spa for about a year and a half and all I did was just run specials constantly just to get people in the door but what happened is I was settling I was devaluing my service I was devaluing myself and a lot of these promotions and these specials were just bringing in the crowds that I really was not you know looking for in my clientele um, so there's just a lot of different topics that I don't want to go off on tangents and like start doing different you know discussions because I again like just have terrible ADHD ADD um, and I will do that I will literally go on tangents and just ramble but I just really wanted to start this one episode off with just really putting myself out there and just letting you guys know like what my plan is what I see and how I think you guys can really help me and how I can really help you um, so AV Aesthetics has actually been something that I have been super passionate about since like school. I've always had a dream of opening my own place, of doing my own skincare line, of doing everything basically on my own. But I knew I had to start somewhere. And when I graduated from Aveda, I decided that, you know, I can't, I can't just walk into a spa and expect them to hire me because I literally have no experience. And there's a lot of people, a lot of girls, guys that are like, well, how am I supposed to get hired if I don't have experience, if I'm not going to get hired? And you're right. It sucks. <laughs> it's literally a loophole. So what you want to do is you really want to find maybe something small in your industry that you know that you can just be consistent with and commit to. Um, what I did is I applied to Ulta and I applied to Ulta. It's literally heaven on earth for women and some men. And I applied as a prestige advisor. So basically that's a really fancy name of being an advisor on just some really cool professional cosmetic lines. Um, and the funny thing is I got fired from there because my passion outshined so much that I was taking forever on just helping one person. And in a retail corporation like that, they really want people to come in through their door, tell you what you want, tell you what they want, and you know you pick it out and you send them on your way. 
Well, <laughs> for me, people would come in and I was literally like a dog waiting for a treat. Like I would stand there like eyeing people as they come in. I'm like so excited that people are coming in and I get to talk to them. Um, and so people would be like, oh my God, like, you know, I just have really oily skin and I just want to find a really cool, you know, good um, foundation that's really going to work with me. And my first thought, you know, as an esthetician is, fuck the makeup. Like, what about your skin? Why do you have oily, why do you have oily skin, first and foremost? So I would really, I would screw the foundation and I would start asking them, okay, simple questions. Like, whenever you wake up in the morning, how, how does your skin feel? Is it dry? Is it, um, is it oily? Is it, like, combination? Do you have pimples? Do you wake up with, like, literally mountains on your face? And then I would be like, oh, okay, well, if that's happening, here's, here's the reason. And here's a great cleanser and moisturizer that's really going to balance your skin. And that way, whenever you do go to use a foundation, which hopefully you won't have to use because your skin's going to look so beautiful, that's where you can really start to focus. And so literally, I would take them over to the skincare side and I would show them like all of these skincare lines that I really loved and thought were going to be really good for them. And my manager would just be in the corner like, what is she doing? There's like all of these people that need help with, you know, foundation and mascaras. And here I am literally taking 20 minutes on just one person. And I think that there was like another girl working that was kind of like helping people, but it was basically like I was, I was just nowhere to be found because I was literally all over the place just showing people skincare. And yeah, that was a part of my job, but they literally sat me down and they said, Amanda, like we really love your personality. We love how open you are and how passionate you are, but we just got to let you go. <laughs> like you, uh, time is money and you're, you're kind of wasting time by showing all these people, you know, the stuff that they never came in for in the first place. And I'm like, oh, alrighty then. So I said, screw that. And, you know, decided, fine. I hated retail anyways. wasn't about it. So I applied at a local spot and I decided to, you know, start as a receptionist. And then they said that if the lead esthetician had overflow, that I would be able to kind of take on some of her people. And I'm like, great, I'll take whatever I can get. And I thought, you know, working as a receptionist was really going to help me um, with customer service and appointments making and calling and scheduling and spa software. Spa software is one thing that really is awesome to get under your belt when you first get out because there are a lot of different softwares out there. And once you understand those softwares, um, and you start to really utilize them, they can be super beneficial to you and your business. But anyways, so I worked over there. I never saw any people. That lead esthetician probably made it so that I would never get my hands on any of her clients. Um, and I was very young, okay? Like I was literally so young and I had a lot going on in my personal life that was just like super traumatic, but I was like trying to hold it all together and you know, still pursue my passion. Um, and working as a receptionist, I, I definitely knew was not like where I wanted to go for my career path. Um, and just around the same time, I had gotten my tax refund back. Yeah, 
and it was a good one. Y'all ever had that, that one year where maybe something like, maybe you entered something wrong or maybe something just went really great for you that year and you end up with like a good chunk of money at the end of the year? Yeah, that's what happened this year. Not this particular year, but like the year I'm talking about. And I decided, screw this receptionist job. I haven't had a vacation in forever. And my dumbass decided to go on spring break because I never went on a senior trip. I never got to go anywhere, you know, growing up. Sorry, not growing up. I had really great vacations growing up. I mean, like, my teenage years. I was just a brat. I just thought I was so entitled when I... And so I went on spring break and I blew all of that money and came back with no job and a new tattoo. Yeah, so my mom wasn't too happy about that. And I was back at square one. So I decided to go back to waiting tables because that's kind of something that I've always done since I was like 18 years old. I'm just, I'm just good at it. You know, you know if you find something you're good at, just keep, keep doing it. Uh, it was paying the bills, but, like, my personal life was just falling apart, basically. And, oh, no, there's a really bad wreck right here. Oh, God, I hate seeing these. I'm going to be sick. Um, anyways, so, long story short, I'm going to wrap this up. you got to start at the bottom. And I'm telling you, after seven years, I really started at the bottom. And I hit a lot of road bumps. There's a lot of mountains and there's a lot of valleys in life. Um, But one piece of advice that one of my friends gave me was, instead of looking at the top of the mountain, just look at your next step in front of you. Um, Because if you take a look at the top of the mountain, you're going to be so overwhelmed and you're going to start thinking about all the steps that it's going to take to get up there and you're going to be discouraged and then just stop what you're doing and just kind of like crawl into a hole like I did um so anyways this is AV Aesthetics probably was the worst first podcast ever went on off on so many tangents and I probably will not upload this And I don't know if I am making the wrong exit. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, no! I think I took the wrong exit, guys. Wait. No, I didn't. Did I? Ugh, I'm scared. Houston sucks. No, I think I'm okay. Um... Okay, guys, I gotta go. This sucks. Bye.